Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I'm of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's going on? How's it going? I'm doing alright, man. Um, you know, busy weekend sports. You know, um, I'm gonna give the rest of my uh, you know updates with the um, Sweet 16, who I think is gonna go into the Final Four. And um, also, um, who's going to win it all? Uh, also, you know, I'm going to talk about WrestleMania, what's going on with WrestleMania lately. Um, and, uh, you know, also, this Coming to America um, rumor that uh, started, you know, lately. And, of course, you know, we, you know, we talk about sports, entertainment, everything else. So, you know... You never know what we're going to talk about next. So, uh, with that, uh, you know, further ado, um, yeah, let's let's um, talk about that uh, coming to America um, uh, rumor. You know, um, as you as you heard in the the intro, the you know the theme song, and um, as you know, Mac, uh, you know, coming to America. It's one of my favorite comedy movies of all time. Uh, my second favorite of all time, right after uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, which uh, starred uh, the late, great uh, team of uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. But this this movie is right up there with, with, uh, with that movie, with uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. And, of course, you know, Coming to America, it starred uh, uh, Eddie Murphy, as uh, Akeem, who was a, a king from Zamunda, and he was looking for love, and uh, you know, as a result, you know, he came to America, and uh, he went with his uh, cousin, played by um, Arsenio Hall, and you know, for decades they've been always uh, rumored that, you know, Maybe, you know, people have been wondering why there hasn't been a sequel since that movie was such a, a big success. Um, I believe when that movie came out in uh, 89. So, I mean, that, that movie was such a phenomenal movie. Um, it was an all-star cast. Of course, it had Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, um, you know, um, James Earl Jones, you know, also known as the voice of uh, Darth Vader in the Star Wars films. Matt Sinclair, who played his wife, and she would all, both of them would would uh, reprise their roles as king and queen in the Lion King movie. So that's a fun little fact about that. And uh, that that movie also opened, uh, you know, 
also had a lot of uh, launched the careers of many future stars like uh, Louis Anderson, Samuel Jackson, Garcelle Beauvais. You know, the list goes on and on of people who starred in that movie. And, uh, you know, there there was even a, a report that there was a real African uh, king who was suing Eddie Murphy at the time, you know, when the movie came out. So that's uh, that's why uh, the movie never had a sequel. In addition to, um, I heard McDonald's wasn't too happy with them, um, you know, spoofing their brand with the with the McDougal brand. So that was another reason why, you know, that movie, uh, you know, never had a sequel. You know, you know after its, uh, you know, debut in the theaters in '88. So. I mean, a phenomenal film, man. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? Do you think it's going to happen? Uh, well, <clears throat> I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, it's been, uh, you know, close to 30 years since that film came out. And, you know, now you're making a part two. Um, I don't know. You know, you have a lot of these uh, movies nowadays are coming out with sequels years later. And, you know, a lot of them are not that good. Some of them, you know, are not that bad. Like the recent Star Wars um, film, uh, where you had the same characters, um, you know, such as uh, uh, Harrison Ford and um, uh, rest in peace. Um, um, I'm forgetting her name now. Um, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher reprised their roles in Star Wars. Um, so I mean, I like the I like the fact that some of these movies are. Um, uh, are you know doing sequels years later and then bringing back the original characters? I think that's the best way to do it rather than introducing new characters um, and you know, having a story completely different from the original. Um, so in that sense, I think you know it'd be a good idea. But then again, what do you do in part two? You know, are they gonna are, are they gonna have um, Eddie Murphy's character and his wife? Yeah. Come uh, yeah, back to America again and try to live here. I mean, what's uh, how? <laughs> I, I, it's interesting to see how they work out that premise for this uh, yeah. part two. Yeah, and uh, you know the cast. Uh, you know, with the exception of uh, Matt Sinclair, the whole uh, you know the the class. You know, I mean, the whole cast is is still alive. You know, Johnny most from uh, yeah. you know Good Time fame, Sherry Headley. You know, who who would later be on uh, Oh My Children. Right. I mean the, the the you know the list goes on and on. Uh, yeah. Vanessa Bell Calloway was uh, on TMZ recently, and she was saying she doesn't think that uh, it's gonna happen, but you know she would love to sign up for the sequel. You know to reprise her role in the sequel if if that's possible. Yeah, and from great. what I from what I've heard recently was basically um, somebody in Eddie Murphy's camp you know, had inside knowledge that the movie was going to come out and they leaked it on Twitter by accident before ahead of, you know, Eddie Murphy's planned time that he was going to announce it. So as a result, Eddie Murphy deleted all his stuff. And, uh, you know, people were thinking, like, maybe, you know, it's a ha- it was hacked or whatnot. So, you know, it, it generated a lot of buzz and interest for the movie. And yeah, yeah, like you said, I mean, I mean, Coming to America was a perfect movie. I mean, you can't, 
I mean, the, the characters. You had a likable character in Hakeem. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, his relationship with Lisa. I mean, you know, um, you, you know, it, it was just a perfect movie. I mean, it was hilarious. Uh, I mean, it, it really, it really doesn't it's need a, a sequel. It would be interesting, kind of, to see if you know what happened, but. Only if it makes sense. I mean, I I would assume Eddie Murphy is going is gonna. I mean, if he's gonna make a sequel out of this, I'm I'm hoping and guessing he. You know, this is one of his, uh, you know, notable most notable roles that he's done. So, yeah. You know, he. I'm assuming he's not taking this lightly and not just gonna put out a movie just for to make money out of it. You know. I hope not, because that'd be major disappointment. But yeah. I don't know, you know, it's got to see how they uh, plan on doing this. Yeah, I, I really can't see how they could do do another movie. I mean, um, she got homesick or, or, or a kid, their kid went to school in America, want to go to school yeah. in America. and I don't know, how they, how could they pull it off with them coming back to America? That's the question. Yeah, so I'm mean, thinking... Yeah, will the movie start in Zamunda and then they move back to America? I mean, will it still have its, you know, you know, um, old school, non-political correctness, you know, humor and stuff like that? You know, who knows? I mean, it's a very funny movie. I don't know how they could. It's gonna be hard to duplicate, duplicate that success. Yeah, I mean, they're. I'm guessing they're aiming for Godfather Two success, but you know, the odds are against it. You know, it could very well be a Godfather Three. You know, a decent movie, but not on that upper echelon movie as the original. Yeah. So, I mean, they have a lot of work cut out for them. So, it's almost thirty years, thirty years ago. So, well, right now it's just speculation. I mean, nothing has been confirmed yet. I mean, you know, who knows what's going on if they even release the movie? Because there's been a lot of tease about other movies from the 80s and 90s and talk about them being remade or sequels, and a lot of those movies haven't been... There's no sequels or re- remakes of those, so... Yeah. You know. Well, the the best thing about this news is that it's a sequel and not a, a reboot, you know? Yeah. And they're gonna have somebody recast somebody in Eddie Murphy's, you know, Akeem's role. I mean that, mm-hmm. that wouldn't fly. Yeah, I mean, I I read today that they're thinking about recasting. Um, trying to think of a movie, uh, GI Joe. And they just came mm. with the movies like what was it like five years ago or so? Well, and, and they're gonna recast it, and they're trying to go for the millennial approach. I mean, what? The, I mean, what does that even mean? The other movie appealed to the millennials. They had The Rock. They had, uh, you know, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, the original one had uh, Marlon Marlon Wayans in it. I mean, I mean, I'll get what, it. if you put out a good movie, millennials will watch it. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're trying to... Them being so obsessed, obsessed with attracting millennials, Sen tells me they're going to water down the movie, you know, and... um. You know, just 
I'm I'm trying to think of the words. You know, ba- basically make a whack movie and, and basically try to be hip and cool and mm-hmm. just come off looking corny. You know, I I don't see the idea of rebooting the the franchise. I mean, this to me this is as bad as an idea as them rebooting the Spider-Man franchise so early. The people are yeah. still alive. I mean, come on. I mean, it was like not that long ago. I mean, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, if the if the the if the if the original characters from the original movie can still play their lead roles, and not the parents of the the title characters, maybe it's a little too early to reboot the franchise. Right. I mean, my goodness. Was yeah. I mean, I'll get it. Hollywood, man. We could spend literally a whole episode on Hollywood. I mean, they're just rebooting everything. Yeah, even Dumbledore like, is coming back. These uh, these movies from like the like eighties, like um, Chips and yeah. even the nineties, Baywatch. They're turning Baywatch. them into stupid comedies now. Yeah, everything is everything is turning into comedies. Buddy, buddy comedies. It's not even a joke. It's not even a joke, even though it's a comedy film. Yeah, Baywatch like was known for like. Hot women in you know swimsuits. Now you got The Rock mm. and Zac Efron in their in their freaking uh, um, short shorts. Oh, and know. The Rock. The Rock's playing uh, uh, David Hasselhoff's character. Yeah, I mean that's that's all right, but you know. But then again, he has uh, David Hasselhoff's blessing because David Hasselhoff's in the movie too. So. Yeah, but you know it's not. When I think of Baywatch, I think of babes. You know, I think of Pam Lanson, Nicole Eggert. You know, right. that that show is just about the babes. No one give a damn about David Hasselhoff. Well, you should see that. Even though he was the main character of the show. The, the ladies they casted in this movie, you know, aren't bad looking either. So yeah, know, but they didn't they're, film that. Regard. They're not. They're not the focus of the, the the focus is the Rock and Zac Efron's characters. Well, yeah, of course, because it's like a buddy know. buddy cop film. Yeah, yeah. So it's nothing like the original Baywatch. Well, yeah, but that's the problem with these remakes. You'll never catch the magic of of the um the original. Yeah. I think Bay, the Baywatch film is basically copying off of the whole Twenty One yeah. Jump Street. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Twenty One Jump Street. Right, right. You know, I mean, it was they they're successful, but that you worked. Know, it's like that they, one worked. Yeah, it worked, and I think I think Baywatch will surprisingly work too, even though. I don't think iconic stuff like that should be uh, rebooted, but I think basically it, it's made by I think it's made by the same people too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Basically, you know they don't take themselves seriously. You know they just spoof spoofing the thing. And I, the, I heard the chips, the, people, the original actors from the Chips, they're they're PO'd. That they're, oh yeah, uh, I just saw an interview where one of the actors thinks the movie is goofy. Yeah, I think Larry Wilcox is his name. And then the, uh, Eric Estrada, I heard before that he's not happy about the reboot either. So, is he in the movie? I, now, did I know? I, know was the, I, didn't I, I just saw something where he uh, he either has a role in the movie or he was recently at a red carpet for the movie. Oh, that I don't know. That, you, yeah, they just showed it on, um, I think it was Inside Edition, they just showed it. I'd, I'd have to check that out afterwards. Yeah, because... Maybe uh, he has a change of heart. I I guess so. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe it'll drop interest. I think that's why Hollywood does it to make a you know quick buck, and to uh, you know drop interest in the old shows. Right. But to me, I think you should. It's best leave stuff alone. Come up with original stuff, and um, you know, if you want to make it be a continuation of the product, fine. I mean, but you got to have the original actors reprising their roles. Right. Yeah. Similar to the Star Wars Force Awakens. But, uh, yeah, I, I know you, you're going to watch the Power Rangers uh, movie. Yeah, tomorrow I might go see it. And, uh, you know, that's definitely something that's where they had to remake it. Cause, I mean, a lot of the uh, cast is, for, you know, they're not teams anymore. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. it's in like 20 years, 20, so yeah, 25 years or something. 40 years now. Yeah, they can't yeah. be in high school. Right, exactly. So I couldn't understand them, you know, um, getting new casts and and uh, yeah, they're trying to make it appeal to millennials, having them mm-hmm. um, have powers now mm-hmm. with their suits and Zords. But from the trailer, it looks it looks like it's a pretty good movie, and I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna give it a shot and see how it is. People have yeah. actually given I- it pretty good reviews. I mean, I agree with you. It does look like a good movie. I mean, but to me, I think, you know, you should just leave old school stuff alone and make it be something that's like an homage to it, like something similar to Power Rangers, but not called Mm -hmm. Power Rangers. Yeah. But it is what it is. We'll see, you know, like you said, you know, it looks like people are giving it rave reviews, so Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. But, um... Yeah, let's uh let's uh dive into um you know uh, the the March Madness stuff if you if you will. And you know there's been some upsets, you know. Obviously Duke Duke being eliminated is one of them. Um to to name a few. Um most recently um Xavier defeated uh Arizona. Um uh, what's your thoughts on this, uh, this uh, you know, March Madness so far this year? So there's been a lot of upsets. You know, you have the t- top, some of the top teams like Duke, Villanova, getting upset. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of these teams have been eliminated, and now, right now, you have uh, Kentucky playing US- UCLA. I think Kentucky has a has a great chance right now to win it all. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what I what my what I uh, picked to happen so far. Um, yeah, I I I I expected uh, uh, Wisconsin uh, to beat Baylor. Oh no, actually, what, what, um, let me see. What was I gonna say? My fault. I I I um expected uh, Wisconsin to beat Florida State, which they did. So they advanced, but uh, yeah. South Carolina, um, they upsetted Baylor, so that's going to be the upcoming matchup um, in a few days. Um, got Gonzaga got past, uh, you know, uh, West West Virginia. Um, trying to see what else happened. Uh, Kansas City defeated Purdue, no surprise there. Oregon defeated Michigan, so it's going to be Kansas versus Oregon. 
uh in the uh, elite eight um which I think Kansas is gonna advance to that. Uh then it's then uh uh North Carolina defeated Butler. Uh and Kentucky Kentucky and uh UCLA they're playing right now as we let me see. Oh no no Kentucky actually uh yeah, Kentucky and UCLA are, are still playing. I expect yeah. Kentucky to, to win that one. Um and then I think uh Kentucky is going to um face UNC and uh Kentucky's gonna if Kentucky can get past UCLA, I think Kentucky will be battling um will be battling Kansas. And um on the on the what you might call it, on the the west side the uh the west side of it um basically i think um gonzaga is going to defeat arizona and uh wisconsin will will defeat south, uh south carolina and then wisconsin will defeat uh gonzaga and then it'll be wisconsin versus Kentucky for the, at the national championship on uh uh April 3rd and uh Kentucky will win win it all. Yeah, uh, Kentucky has a great chance to win it all. I like that team. Calipari, you know, seems like he, you know, he uh, always has his teams uh in the sweet 16 or elite 8 every oh, year. Yeah. So yeah, I think they have a great chance to win it all. And right now they're leading in this game. So right now they're in the second half, under seven minutes. I think they have a six point leader or seven. I'm not sure what the exact score is. They just went to commercial. Yeah, last time I saw it was sixty six fifty eight. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we'll definitely keep you guys posted. So that's my pick right there. I think Kentucky is gonna win it all, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, in the future, in the near future, if my prediction will be correct. You just filled out this bracket, or you did it um, before the tournament started? Well, I, I what you would call it? I admit, I, I, I did, I did it on. Uh, I did it this week, but oh, you cheated. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> sort of, sort of. I mean, I should have started from the beginning, which yeah. I was planning on doing. But I, you know, I, I was like, you know what? Let me, you know, I, I should do, I should do a bracket, but I should just do it from the Sweet Sixteen because that's where it's up to. So right. I did a mini cheat bracket. <laughs> but um, thanks. We'll see if I, I'm right with my mini, my mini March Madness bracket. Yeah, well, I'm with you I, again. I I'm going with Kentucky to take it all as well. So, you know, let's hopefully that happens. I sure you're in the up and up because I I I was wrong about uh, South Carolina uh, defeating Baylor. Uh, I was also, you know, I was wrong about Xavier. They they got past uh, Arizona. Uh, yeah, so 
if I was, uh, you know, cheating, I would have, uh, I would have been perfect, perfect. Yes. But um, we'll see what happens with that. And one team that that couldn't cheat, even if their life depended on them, the Knicks, man, they they just keep losing. They lost four in a row right now as we speak. Well, and, I thought the Knicks. I thought the NBA season was over already. I thought it was. I thought it was over too, but apparently, um, some teams, there's some teams like the Warriors and and the Spurs and uh, Cavaliers competing for something called the NBA Championship. I thought that. Oh yeah. I thought that thing got. I think that thing got expired since uh, '99 or something. <laughs> apparently, apparently that uh, they're still giving out that trophy. Well. You know. You know. Who knew? I guess some sports fans we are. We ain't even know. (laughs) (laughs) What's been going on with the Knicks anyway? What have they been up to? Because I haven't been following them, um, following them um, in the last few weeks. Yeah, well, from last time I heard that, apparently, um, they're a D League team now. Oh, really? Sometimes they play in Westchester. Sometimes they play as an MSG. So, you know, sometimes you know. The media want to give up the illusion that the Knicks, the New York Knicks, has a a minor league team called the Westchester Knicks, but basically, <laughs> you know, it's one of the one of the same, you know. Wow. So, there you go, right there. But uh, <laughs> everybody is, you know, this this team is uh, doomed, and how doomed this team is. Uh, you know, basically, uh, Rose says money won't be a top factor when he hits free agency, which we all know he's going to leave, but that's not even the tip of the iceberg. That, wait until you, you hear this story. Wisconsin, uh, Nigel Hayes, uh, you know, he was talking smack about the Knicks, uh, well, the New, the city of New York. I guess basically you, you could throw the Nets in that equation. So here's what he said about, you know, why he doesn't want to be drafted by New York. He says, and I quote, I don't like New York. It's too big. It's dirty. There's trash everywhere. There's too many people, and it's cold right now. It's nice to look at the, it's, it's nice to look at in the movies and stuff, but I had my share of it. I'm just trying to come here and win some basketball games. And then somebody reminded him that, um, you know, would you know? Would he change his mind if the Knicks drafted him? He said, "You have no choice. It's just something you have to live with." Sound like a future Nick already? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the only thing that that the only thing that I think the Knicks won't draft him is because he said he's trying to come here and win some basketball games, and we all know Knicks, you know, are immune <laughs> to winning basketball games. So he, for that reason alone, he won't get drafted. Yeah, the Knicks won't, you know, Knicks only draft bums anyway. Uh, <laughs> is this guy a bum? Uh, Nigel Hayes. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, he's he he's a senior forward on the the, on the um, what you call it on the the Wisconsin team. Is he good? Uh, I assume he's good, but let me let me see. Let's see. Yeah, and what is this guy talking about? He plays in Wisconsin. 
I know it doesn't have <laughs> the warmest weather there. <laughs> Wisconsin is in Miami. I know, exactly, it's really cold there. Yeah, let's see. Um, he, he, I mean, he has decent stats. I mean, for for um college guy, I mean, it's not uh amazing. I mean, he averaged thirteen points, uh, six point six rebounds, and nearly three assists. I mean, nothing, nothing to write home about. Nothing enough for a guy to be talking smack on us. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he's a six eight forward, so. Yeah, he he would definitely match the Knicks description. Yeah, he'll he'll probably be in the D League after two seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He <laughs> probably won't re- even remember his name, so mm-hmm. Wow, what a what a genius. You would you're gonna talk smack about a team that might draft you. Stupid. So what is he gonna do if we get drafted by Philadelphia or another big city town like Chicago? Is he gonna talk smack about them because they're big? They're big cities too. He's an idiot. <laughs> Why would you burn a bridge before you you even had it? Oh well, that's his problem. Mm-hmm. I already spent too much time time talking about him anyway. Um, yeah, let's let's uh, let's just dive into um, uh, what you gonna call it? Uh. Let's let's talk about WrestleMania. And uh here's the here's the card. Basically, WrestleMania. Yep, WrestleMania thirty three. And uh you know, basically the 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 people who are announced in the uh under the under the uh giant memorial is uh Mojo Raleigh, you know, um Rob Gronkowski's buddy. That they keep talking about on the, uh, you know, on the show, you know, mm-hmm. WWE programming, Paulo Cruz, Big Show, and of course, there's other wrestlers to be announced. Um, yeah, basically that match is gonna be whack. Um, Repeat that. The Andre the Battle, under the fourth annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Um. Yeah, that that match is most likely going to be a whack match. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, Gallo and Anderson, they're going to defend their uh, tag team titles. Um, but WrestleMania is... It's not this Sunday, right? No, it's, uh, ne- it's next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday. Okay, that's what I was thinking. No, yeah, it's not this Sunday. It's... uh. It's next, next Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know I don't know if I'll be able to have a chance to do a show, so um I guess uh I guess we should do our predictions now just in case. Okay. So uh Under the Giant Battle Royale, um eh, unless we have a unless they have a surprise person that's gonna debut, I'll say Big Show wins it again. I mean you know, since he can't fight Shaq that match, him and Shaq's canceled. Uh, I guess the Big Show will win that match. But you, um, Braun Strowman is in, right? Oh, you know what? That's a good question. Braun Strowman so far doesn't have a match right now. Yeah, I would pick him. You know what? You're right. You know what? You changed my mind. If Braun Strowman's in this match, he's gonna win this. 
Yeah, that's a match, yeah. you know, designed for him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Why didn't I think of Why didn't I think of that? Because they keep teasing him that he's going to be an Undertaker and Roman Reigns match, but yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't fit. It, it, that's just a one-on-one matchup, and this most likely might be Undertaker's last match. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll get into that in a few sec, a few minutes or so. Uh, Gallows and Anderson defend the title against Enzo and Kaz, Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, I'll say Enzo and Kaz win it. You know. Yeah, I could see that happening too. I'm going to pick them. Yeah, this is a tough one. Kevin Owens uh, battles Jericho for the United States title. Um, I can see this going either way. Uh, I hope they give it, you know, Jericho the Stereo Book uh, ending and let him win win this bout. But then again, Jericho does like to, Jericho does put over a lot of t- young talent. So, um, you know what? I, I'm gonna say Jericho wins. Anyway. Yeah, I want to see Jericho get redemption, so I'm going with Jericho. Yeah, I'm going for Jericho. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Brand Corbin, the uh, the so far the current uh, reigning uh, Andre the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale winner, and I'm going to say Brand Corbin wins that for his first uh, singles title. Hmm, that's a tough one. Because I mean, Dean Ambrose, you know, that's my boy, but he has nothing to prove. You know, he has Intercontinental title. They hardly let him defend it anyway. Well, isn't it on the line? Yeah, it's on the line. So okay. I think he retains it. I hope he does, but yeah. I, I I clearly see them giving Baron Corbin the title, the Intercontinental title. You know, so he can finally have uh, some hardware. You know, yeah. his, You know, for his career. You know. Um. Wow, this is a tough one. Alexis, Alexa Bliss defends the entire defends her double, SmackDown Women's title against every woman on the SmackDown roster. Uh, this is a tough one. I could see either, I could see her defending it, or I could see Mickey James or Naomi coming back and winning it. You know what? Um, man, I'm I'm on the fence with either Naomi or or um, what's her name? Or Mickey James winning it. What do you think? I think my girl Mickey James is gonna win it. Yeah, it would be interesting to see her win it. You know. Um, it, I think it would be ten years away from uh, her winning it, uh, winning her first title against Trish. Yeah. I think that was at twenty-three, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think she even mentioned that on uh, Talking Smack maybe a few weeks ago too. Right, right. So, you know what? What, what the heck? I'll, I'll say Mickey James, even though I could see Naomi winning it, I could see Alexa defending it. But uh, let me let me go out of, go out on a limb and say um, Mickey James will win it. 